Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. This podcast is about getting unstuck, out of your comfort zone, and changing things up, all while not taking yourself too seriously, or us either. Come laugh, get inspired, and have fun. Thanks for listening. Good morning, little lady. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Allie? How are you? I'm just like scratching some slime off my pajamas. My <laughs> kids are very into making slime. <laughs> How apropos was it? Did you have a slimy Halloween? You know, I actually had a great Halloween and I was so um, pleased about it. And I talked to a couple of people at work afterwards. I was like, you know, Halloween is such a great holiday because it actually is a community building opportunity where you get to go out and meet your neighbors and have fun and people are nice to the children and it just sort of restores my faith in humanity. So, and it's got Aww. that fun, dangerous vibe, sort of an electricity to the night if you're doing a less kid-centric thing, you can always go out and have a good time as a grown-up too, which yeah. I miss. I miss those grown-up things. <laughs> How was your Halloween? It was, I mean, it was super chill. We, we just went out for a couple of drinks and that was it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I felt like I was a little fuddy-duddy, but um, it made me think like next year I want to go, I want to dress up. I want to do the things. I want to have a, a fun Halloween. Me too. Next year I'm doing it. I'm going to do it up, but I'm going to dress up too. Lot. Yeah. This year I didn't dress up really. And felt kind of like a goofball, but, um, I saw everybody else who was dressed up really cool and, um, I liked it. So I was like, I don't want to do that next. <laughs> yes. So, okay, dude, we're doing it. We're Let's doing it. do it. Yeah. We can do it all. We can like dress you guys up. Podcast, and... When did you dress up? Yeah. Tell us, let us know. I want to see pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's been going on, man? Um, I was just, uh, oh my God, just having a household of five and finding a crap in the toilet that hadn't been flushed down. <laughs> I was like, God, this domestic life is not what I expected. You know, oh. I mean, it's just so not glamorous at all. Not that I thought that, I guess being married with children, sometimes I just feel like such a desperate housewife. You know, just like, oh, I get to wake up and do fucking five loads of laundry or more and do dishes and go grocery shopping. And I don't know. I don't know what I expected. (laughs) I don't know what I expected. Popping out three little kids. Yeah, I... I feel like I can't comment here because I don't, I don't have that experience, but I definitely, you know, you don't feel sorry for me. (laughs) I mean, I do. I do. Oh, oh, maybe I should be vulnerable and share my true, true thoughts. You should. Yeah. I feel like it would be so hard. I feel like yeah. it would be so hard to be a mom of three. And especially because I feel like there's this added workload that's put on to women. God bless Andrew. But like, you know, there's this, and I would probably do it too, Allie. I'd be like doing the, I'd be doing the errand shopping and the, or the errand running and the grocery shopping and the, 
and the chores in the house, you know, and like, and you probably just want to just sit in your pajamas and be alone. Be alone. <laughs> I just want a day where I can be alone. And there's never days like that. Never, ever, 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 ever. Like uh, there's somebody's always here. And I know there will be a time when the kids are teenagers and they won't want anything to do with me. And I'll get all the alone time that I want and need at that time. But right now, just like everywhere I look, there's just, you know, a fucking kid. Someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some I'm just person. kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I love your children. Mm. Yeah, they're great. I'm so lucky. I'm not ungrateful. Um, I'm just wait, having a morning. A yeah. You're just talking about how it, the reality of parenthood. Um, mm-hmm. We all know you love your kids. Like yeah, most I'm every I'm sure most parents love their kids, but you're just like having a you're having a real talk about it. Yeah, and I it's just it's just one of those funny little moments where you're just like, oh man, oh my gosh, this is what I spend my weekends doing, and I hear other people talk about how much many things that they're doing and places they're going and. Just a little jealous, I guess. But what about you? What are you going to do? I know you're out of town this weekend. Yeah, Let's I'm hear in a weird. About your night out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a weird place, everybody. A place I never thought I would be, which is Pullman, Washington. And if you know anything about Seattle or me, is that I'm I'm a I'm a dog. I would never never go to Cougland. I'm in Washington right. State University toward ter- territory and everything's crimson. Um, yeah. And I'm actually staying in the Cougland Hotel. Nice. Or the Cougarland Coug- Motel. <laughs> so <laughs> everything's crimson in my room. Um, <laughs> That's here, amazing. I'm here because Rob is here he's he is doing something with the washington state university with their architecture program mm-hmm. for like 24 hours like he had an event last night and today and so you know we went for a drive like four and a half hours rufus came with and uh but anyway so he was busy last night so i'm thinking okay well i'm gonna go enjoy the night i'm gonna go do a little night on the town action and rob was like you know be careful out there this is a town of horny boys and they're looking for a cougar. And <laughs> <laughs> that is so uh, awesome. So I was, I was, last night I was a coug in a coug town. You sure except, were. Except I didn't, I didn't really do anything. I just went to a pub and uh, read and then got tacos to go and I brought them back to the hotel and I ended up being back here at like 8.30. No, mm-hmm. like 8 o'clock. Um, yeah. And then I watched a show I shouldn't watch. Why? Was it a porn? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. what do you mean by that? No. I've, I mean, I like, I watched a show, a paranormal show, a show about paranormal activity. And I like to watch these things, even though I got really scared after, like legit scared. So I watched, it was like Jack Osborne's show. I haven't watched cable for a really long time, but anyway, they were wow. in this. Wow, 
they were in this house in New Orleans and they were the first time that they were in this haunted house and they were experiencing all of the things and communicating with people. That's the awesome. Out- from the outside. But anyway, I was like, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm doing this. And I was loving it. And I was eating my tacos in bed with Rufus. And yeah. That's that sounds like my- a great night. Yeah. Yeah. Getting so- to choose what you want to watch on TV, man. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. What's that like? I even have three TVs and can't barely manage to watch any TV shows that I like. Do you, do you have to say like, it's mom. Mom is watching this. It's my turn. Yeah. Basically. And then Andrew was trying to get the kids to watch like something scary, like it or a pet oh cemetery last God. night. And I was like, no, I was like, do Those that on so the day when I'm out of town or something like that. You'll have to deal with the repercussions of crying kids at 2 a.m. Exactly, exactly. I was like, I'm the one that would get up with them in the middle of the night with their nightmare, you know? With their nightmare. Yeah. I mean, my dad, he took us to Ghostbusters when we were way too young. Mm-hmm. And I, we all had, I mean, we all had nightmares for a long time <laughs> after. Actually, I don't know if, I don't know if Amy did, but Jeff and I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Um, I always so, thought the relationship between Sigourney Reaver, Reaver and uh, Bill Murray was so sexy. I know. <laughs> can, when she was wearing I, that like slinky suit or something. Yeah, and then she was hovering off the bed with this like <laughs> possessed sex. Yes. Well, what else can is I, new? I, I have to admit, no, we, I can't skip over this. I have to admit something I've never admitted publicly. Oh, tell us all. Well, the first person I ever dreamt about, like, kissing mm-hmm. was Bill Murray. Oh, and right. You said that. You told me that. Privately. I was a little kid. I mean, I don't know. What that means, but anyway, I just what was it like? Uh, I was obviously attracted. I don't know. It was good. It was great. It was, nice. But I mean, I don't know. That's weird. But whatever. It's not weird. Mm-mm. He's got a not he's got sex appeal. He does. Um, yeah. He's so, got that good sense of humor. Today, I think we're going to talk a little bit about vulnerability and about yeah. vulnerability with the D. <laughs> <laughs> vulnerability i mean let's put the d back in vulnerability okay i'll just back up ali sent me over some notes about something she wanted to talk about and as i was looking over them i was like a lot of it's about being vulnerable yeah and like <clears throat> letting go of your ego and you can talk a little more about that but then it made me want to go in a little rabbit hole about vulnerability well, anyway, I did, I sent Nicole some notes because it just felt like after having, you know, my friend pass away and being in sort of a depression that I've never really experienced before, um, I was talking to other people in my life and and there was a lot of folks who are just in a really weird place right now, whether they're going through like a divorce or, you know, like playing hooky from work for a few days in a row or suicidal or confused or restless or stifled. And it just felt like a a time for like great reflection and change. And I think that we can't forget that 
this is also just a, a weird middle-aged time in our lives where, where we're just, you know, really restless and sort of um, getting by or walking through the fire, so to speak, sometimes. And even though we focused a lot on um, getting over that, I think it's sometimes okay to acknowledge that it's just a messy, really hard time. You know, and yeah. everybody has different things and, you know, lots of great things in their lives to focus on, but also there's just, it's just hard sometimes. Yeah. And so what I was thinking of was like, you know, just make sure that if there's folks in your life that see, you know, might seem to be okay on the outside, just, you know, don't feel too proud or too, um, unwilling to like reach out to them and just make sure that they're doing okay and you know not suffering in silence or you know feeling withdrawn you know because sometimes I think it's sometimes easier to to just like um expect people to get through things on their own or reach out to you if they need you but sometimes people just won't you know and I would hate for that to you know, something really bad to have, you know, tap into someone, you know, that you love and care about without, you know, cause that living with guilt is fucking terrible. Mm. And maybe that alone is coming from a selfish place of just like do the right thing. Cause you're going to feel guilty about it if you don't. But um, it also, because of Brené Brown tells us that there's lots of great things that come from being vulnerable and, not bottling up your emotions and actually sharing how you feel. So we both listened to this 20 minute um, uh, TED talk and um, she been viewed like 44 million times. And so you've probably seen it out there, listener, but um, you know, all what we want is what we're after in this world. A lifetime is human connection. Mm-hmm. She's this um, social worker, researcher, um, but then we fear is like not being connected or not being enough and not feeling worthy enough. And we have, we have shame. And she said something that was like, the more you, the less you talk about, the more you have it. But this mm. fear, this, this like shame, like, um, like, let's say you're in a dark place and you don't want to reach out and you feel like, you're unworthy of love and connection. Um, what I was trying to get at actually was how we all have this, this fear and shame. And then what, you know, being vulnerable is so scary and, and like, you know, um, we don't want to do it, but it's also mm-hmm. the place where, Oh, I'm going to find this quote here. I'm going to read it. It was, Vulnerability is the core of shame and fear and our struggle for worthiness, but it appears it's also the birthplace of joy, of creativity, of belonging, of love. And how freaking powerful is that? Like, um, I think a lot about this podcast, a lot like in how we try to be vulnerable and, and I have a lot of fear around what I say sometimes and I think like, what the fuck are you a podcast host or whatever, but um, you know, it's like being, I want to be, I want to be authentic. I want to be real. I want to 
have human connections. Um, but of course I'm fearful and scared and, um, you know, I shame. Um, what if I'm going to say the wrong thing? What if I don't sound intelligent enough? What I'm, what if I'm not coming across the way I want to sound or if I insult somebody or, but, um, the truth is just like by opening up and being real. <laughs> Sorry. It's hitting me hard, man. It's okay, babe. Go through the moment. You know, that's our opportunity and our gift for um, finding like our truest joy. Our truest yeah. connection, mm -hmm. our truest love, and um, yeah, man, it's the human experience. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. I mean, we're all walking around, you know, trying to pretend we have our shit together, um, but you know, we don't. Yeah, we don't. None of us we do. We don't always have our shit together all the time. None of us do. <laughs> no. And I think the deeply human people who are flawed and vulnerable are the most attractive, you know? Yeah. Because they're yeah. kind of reflections of ourselves. And yeah. Yeah. I love you, babe. I love you too. Thank you for sharing that. That was really important. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're, you're right. This like experience in mid forties, it's really like it's a lot, you know? Yeah. It's real. Where, where are we going? What are we doing? <sighs> yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, I want to just focus on the stuff that, Renee was thinking of like, you know, this, the, where you, being vulnerable is where you'll find joy and creativity and like how wonderful is that? And so if you don't let yourself just like be who you are, your authentic self, then you'll be starving yourself of like your, your true beauty and your true, like optimal human experience. Yeah. 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 And I guess too, I think that there's a couple of folks that I surround myself with who, who give me different advice than being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I wish I hadn't really listened to that because I could have been in a much, you know, I don't know. We, we hold things back. We ha I think that as humans, we, we have moments of deep vulnerability and then we kind of recoil and, yeah. you know, kind of create that shell again and protect ourselves a little bit. And yeah, um, yeah, I just have, you know, I think that as people, sometimes it's hard to live with the regrets that we have too. Yeah. You know, and you know, it's nice to say, I don't have any regrets, you know, <laughs> that's a really, you know, I, know, just I, wish I was done. like that. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I was like that. I, I, I like, do have a few though. I don't have many, but yeah, it yeah. does take a lot of courage to be vulnerable. 
and it's not, you know, it's a practice too, I suppose you get, you know, I think that maybe now is like the right time for me to start practicing that since, you know, we have the awareness and education about the importance of it. Yeah. But boy, it's hard to do when you're young. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do when you're young. I kind of have this saying, like we spend the first half of our lives trying to fit in and the last half of our lives trying to stand out. And, um, when you're young, you just don't, you just don't know what other people are going to think about you and you're so afraid and things like that. And when you're, when you turn 40 or when you're older, you're like, I don't really give a fuck so much anymore. You know? Yeah. I just want to be a, you know, a really good person and try my best, I guess. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then I know we've kind of skipped over a couple of these of Renee's things, but, um, the being yourself one dare to be yourself, you know, mm. it kind of goes back to my comment earlier about being a parent is I get, I put on these different little hats, you know? Yeah. And my one at home is parent, you know? And it's, yeah. it's really just a version of myself. It's not really me. You know, it's this like <sighs> almost perfect or, or this, this imperfect person trying to be perfect, which almost always fails. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I'm so worried about trying to do my thing and like role modeling and doing my fucking thing all the time, you know, yeah. and not, and watching my language and not getting angry or expressing myself uh, or yeah. expressing my emotions that are almost always frustration, <laughs> which is <laughs> tough because I don't want my kids to know how frustratingly challenging and difficult it is for me. I don't know why I wish. And then I just kind of wonder like, Am I the only person out there like that? No, absolutely not. But it seems like there are people that are so like naturally good at parenting and they just love it, you know? And I mean, I, again, I love my kids, but I, don't, yeah. I just don't think parenting is one iota easy. It's not easy. And there are certainly joyful moments and things like that, but it's not like... It's just because you're juggling so much other stuff. Like if I had a maid to, yeah. to do all my chores yeah. and, you know, if I wasn't having to constantly juggle all this stuff all the time, you know, then I would have more time to just be like, ah, oh, I can actually enjoy this moment and play with you right now. You know, yeah. but instead I'm always like, I can't play with you right now. I'm going to have to do those 20 other things, you know, yeah. first, yeah. because I feel like, house is a mess or you don't have any clothes in your drawers or you know all that stuff you know so anyway it's hard for me to um do a good job as a parent because I'm I'm like kind of playing a role instead of just being myself you know mm. it's hard it is hard you are yeah parent alley is just alley <laughs> right <laughs> Or, or like well, even being a professional, you know, like then I'm yeah. wearing a different hat where I'm also extremely Fun. contained and well-behaved and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty yeah. much myself. I don't know. There's definitely, I think my family and colleagues know somewhat of who I am, but. I've, I can relate <sighs> when you, I, <laughs> when I was in the assistant nurse manager role. Mm-hmm. I, felt, I felt very contained. I felt very contained for like five years, which is why I think this 
like I needed this. Mm-hmm. I needed to get some of this out and just stop <sighs> pretending. Yeah. And I think that's why I also like seek and just want to walk on the wild side so much, you know, it's like, I miss freedom and danger so much, you know, that it's, it's like all I want sometimes. <laughs> it's just yeah, get on the back of that. and relax and, and go see somebody interesting. That's not wearing a suit and tie, and you know? Yeah. <sighs> you know, fit, fitting that mold or, you know, I don't know. We all have choices. I could, I could have a totally different life that would probably make me feel a lot much more free and, and different, but it's these moments that make you think about changing, you know, mm-hmm. I think about, um, smucks a lot, that gal that went ahead oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, Kathy. sold their house and like, cause we, cause our house is worth a lot right now and we could like, probably cash out $500,000 and like tour, you know, the continent yeah. or yeah. go to Europe, you know, wherever we wanted to go, we could do that, you know, homeschool the kids, do what she did. Um, and that would be a fun adventure, but I'm just so rooted in, I know. in tradition. Yeah. It's disappointing to some extent, you know? Yeah. Well, it's just been what has been indoctrinated into us as, you know, kids from suburbia. (laughs) Like, this is Mm -hmm. what you do. This is what Mm -hmm. you do. You know, you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you settle down, you get a house. That's it. Mm -hmm. You have kids. Yeah, Matt Kepner has talked about it, too. Yeah. You know, like how that's just the American way and that's what everybody strives for. And when you really look at that, uh, it's kind of boring, you know? Yeah. <laughs> to say yeah, the very I mean, least. It's, it's hard work. It's just like a very hard work thing to do. I mean, maybe, you know, I mean, you're recognizing the hard part about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, gosh, I just like the word that came to mind was sacrifice. You know, there's just a shit ton of sacrifice you do as a parent. Thank you. Okay, yeah, my phone's gonna die too. Okay, I'll be right there. Okay. Okay, I'll be right there. Um. Anyway, we should we should wrap up soon. Okay. Speaking of my sacrifice. phone's gonna die too. Yeah. <laughs> You make a lot of sacrifices as a parent. Anyway, thanks for talking about hi Raph. Can can she see your face? She wants to look at your, how your scar is feeling. No. Oh, no. good though. Okay. Sorry. All right, hen. You kiss those kiddos and I know sometimes it's hard and I know you'll have moments of joy. I love you so much. Thanks for sharing and sacrificing yeah, I love your you time with me. Okay. Bye. I love, love you. you. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast or on Facebook at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Meltdown City Pod. Come check out our website, MeltdownCityPodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on wherever you listen to our podcasts. You can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com for any stories, suggestions, or comments, and we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening.